Hey there, dear humans. This is episode 14. Yes, 14 weeks of amazing human bliss. Well, that's one word. That's one perspective, this bliss perspective. And playfully, we're working with a title as we get requests here. So we're working with a title of the nature of being human or the bottom line of being human. And for all humans, uh, our worlds, this may sound funny to, to some of you listeners, our worlds are found in our language. And if you think about the number of books that exist in the world, that may make sense. It's for all humans... We create with our language everything. Everything is created with our language, with our stories. And guess what? You've got stories that you tell yourself all the time. And so we're going to take a look and, and play around with from, from scratch, from nothing, creating from nothing, creating from everything, this place of all the stories we tell, the stories in the world, the stories in our minds, the stories in our hearts, uh, the individual and the collective stories, this, this nature, this nature of being human. And all of life is created in our language. So here we go. Welcome to the Dear Human Podcast. The one place where you get to play with your humanity in the sandbox of life. Hey, the dear human, just the head here. Yeah, so uh, uh, let's see. Let, let's let's go in this direction here. Uh, so when we think about uh, being human, right? This nature of being human, this bottom line, bottom line of being human. The bottom line of being human is human's not hard. <laughs> so what's hard? Is all your thinking, right? All the stories, all the stories, and, and the thinking about being human. What is hard is is all the interpersonal, the, the the interactions you have between humans. And what is hard is the abstract way in uh, in which uh, which you make sense of your humanity. That's that's what's going on here. And, and so and so all of that, all of that uh, abstract way, all the interpersonal interactions, all the the being human, the thinking, 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 thinking. We talked about that in the past. Is these are all your stories. These are all the stories that uh, individually you, you tell yourself on the inside. So, so a lot of it's looking at your stories. What story am I telling myself? And then, and then you come together, you humans, and then collectively you tell stories to each other in, in the world. And 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 I got to tell you, Mr. Narrator, as as a human coach, he's uh, he's in the world and he's kind of on his own. And uh, in his client stories all day, and, and um, you know, Mr. Narrator had to see his own stories first in order in order to be with uh, stories in his clients and stories in the world. And a lot of the work that you're doing, dear humans, is really looking. What am I telling myself? What are the stories I'm telling myself? What are the stories that we're telling ourselves? Yeah, that all the stories, the stories at work. That's hard to say. Apparently, I need to. I need to. I need to slow down here. Oof, getting getting a little excited in this story in this storyland. And and dear humans, when you come together, uh, often so the 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 sample, like the example that may be uh, that that may be easier to grasp is when you come to come to work and 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 or if you're in a family unit, it's all the stories you tell together. That the family has a story. What's the family story? And in this moment, we're thinking about the you know the Italian culture, you know, way back when, when you know it had city states, and uh, and then the families, and and then Shakespeare wrote about it, right? You know, the Montagues and the Capulets. It's the stories, the family stories, that then then all the conflict that would occur between the families. And you go into work, let's say, and and work has a has a story. 
your team. That whatever team that you happen to be on, your team has a story, and here's the thing. Often as humans, you're not listening. You, know, you don't hear the actual story. You don't pay attention to the story that you're living in. And, uh, you know, from a coaching realm, uh, we look at that in that, you know, some people may call that your environment. So your environment has a story. Right? So you're looking at, well, what is the environment? What's the environment? Now, if you expand that, if you expand that into, uh, depending on where you live in the world, right, the, the region that you may live in and the regions and the larger regions is you have a story, a collective story that's being told in your in your regions. So it's really looking at all these all these stories and and you know, dear ones, the reality for uh, for our world, right? If you look at nature, the it's the nature itself. If if the world could actually talk to you, and you know, we've mentioned this in the past, you know, it would say, uh, yeah, no, I'm I'm not complex. I'm the world. I'm not complex. What's complex, dear ones, is humans. Humans make life complex with. All of these uh, stories, these uh, both the explicit stories, right? The stories that are known in the world, and and if you think about government systems, they're all telling a story, right? They have a way and a point of view, and then the uh, implicit, the stories that you're not even aware of, and in some realms, uh, you know, you might call that a blind spot. And so you've got a story running, and you're not even aware of it. And so only humans make life complex and volatile, and, and, and humans make life uncertain. Right? And so where it comes from, where that complexity comes from, is all, all of our incessant thinking, which results in these personal and collective stories. Nature by itself the world by itself is not complex, dear human. It's it's our uh, it's the human inane thinking and refusal to be in the reality of the humanity you're in. Right? It's looking at your stories. You know, dear human. Finally, I just and I know the heart wants to take over here. Is you know what is easy? What is easy is focusing on the naturalness of of being in nature as as an, you know. And this is hard for some humans to hear. Is you know we are. A, another animal, we're another animal on the planet. I know we don't like to think of ourselves that way. And in reality, from a, if you imagine if you stepped into a perspective and you became the world, and I know this takes some creative, creative thinking here, so imagine, imagine you're the world and the voice of the world. You would look at humans as another creature, another entity, another animal on the planet, right? and, one, and one that creates and uh, creates what we have in the world more than any other animal on the planet. And so if you look at where is the complexity coming from, i got to tell you, the elephants, they're not creating the complexity. Uh, so you got to look. you got to look at the humans. And the complexity comes from all the stories that we tell ourselves individually and collectively. So we got to look. Let's look at some of that. Hey, thanks there, Head. Uh, hey, dear humans, it's the heart. And let's see, you know, a story that's coming to mind right now uh, from a collective point of view is, um, is uh, student debt, <laughs> especially in the, in the United States, right? And in fact, you know, the, the, the United States of America actually is a story, is a collective story. And so let's take on, as we're thinking about this in the moment, let's take on, let's take on both of those. In fact, you know, let's let's take on the story of the uh, of the United States, and so so imagine that. So, the United States of America, how it exists today. 
It is. We, the, the society that exists in, in the United States of America is a collective story. And here's how the story got started. So way back when, you know, 200 and some odd years ago, whatever, in, in America, is, uh, is it didn't exist as it exists now, right? So, you know, the, the Founding Fathers, the, the Declaration of Independence, and that's the key thing right there is, is all of a sudden it was a, uh, you know, British colony and... And then someone, a group of people, declared something. Oh, they, they declared. Here's a, here's a distinction, dear ones. It's a, it's a declaration. So, the United States, in one moment, the United States of America did not exist. And then a group of people, a group of leaders, uh, they would probably call themselves back then, came together and declared something. And where would that come from? all in language it's all in language it was a new story so one day there was no united states the next day there was the united states of america all because someone said so and that's it it was a declaration in this case a declaration of independence the collection of uh, leaders at that time uh, a certain amount of them decided we're just going to do this and we're going to create America, create the United States, what's now the United States of America. And there were other people living back then at that time. They were still living in the story of, well, no, 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 we want to stay a British protectorate. We want to stay a British colony. Well, well no, we, no we're, we don't agree with this declaration. No, we're not going to do that. And so you, we ended up creating a story, or certain people created a story, and the other people that were around that time were living in a story, and their stories didn't come together, and they didn't agree. And so how we know how it all turned out. Here we are in this present day. So one day it was a British colony. The next day it was the beginnings of the United States of America. A new story was created from nothing. And that's the distinction, dear ones, is this key word, declaration, declaring, and how stories are created from nothing. One day they don't exist, and the next day they do exist. And that, dear ones, is happening all the time. And so to, to put this in a perspective of you know, the Dear Human show, the Dear Human blogcast, is yes. It's recognizing all that. So when it, when it comes to you, dear one, you, the individual dear listener, it's looking at what are the stories I'm telling myself and what are the stories that I'm living in? In fact, you know, here we are. We're at that, we're at that you know, ask yourself part of the show. We didn't even do the jingle. So, you know, we're going we're gonna to insert the jingle here. So let's do that, and then I'll, then I'll come right back. <laughs> This sound, dear human, means it's time to get to work. We can't just be talking about it all the time. We actually got to apply it. So let's get right to it. Okay, so there. Let's, let's ask that question again. It's, dear, dear ones, it's looking at the stories that you tell yourself. What are they? When you, when you listen to what's going on inside of your head and your heart and intuition and you start tapping into, what do I tell myself? What, what do I do to diminish myself? What do I do to elevate myself? What, what story am I actually living? 
as you are writing the story of your life, what is it? So that, dear ones, is looking at, in any given moment, what, am I, what do I tell myself, what do I tell others? And start looking and being mindful of what's the story that I'm living in from the outside in. And that is the cultures that you're in. And that's a family culture or an environment. Let's go with the word environment. It's the family environment. It's the friendship environment. It's the relationship environment. It's the work environment. It's the region of the earth that you live on environment, and sometimes that rolls up into uh, a country. Uh, you know, what's, what's the story? What, what do we tell ourselves as a nation? What's the nation's story? And if I follow a rabbit trail, if I look at the complexity we have in the world, is the nation stories are at conflict with other nation stories. And so when you look at, well, where's the conflict coming from? It's the stories that we're telling. Oh, here's another one. What's the religious story, or not, that you're living in? And you know, you got to start looking, dear one. Is like, wow, how is this story serving me? So here's here's the other part of ask yourself: How is this story serving me? What's the impact of this story on me? And then when I live in this story, whether it's blindly or consciously, right, unconsciously or, or consciously, when I live in this story, what is the impact? What is the impact that it's having on me? And what is the impact that it's having in the world? And so look, how is it serving me? How is it serving the world? And wow, if I look at that and I take responsibility for the impact of the stories that I live inside and the stories that I project outside and the stories that are projected upon me by society, what, what is it creating? And how do I want to shift? How do I want to shift my story? How do I want to shift stories in the world? And so the Dear Human blogcast is all about creating awareness and when you have that awareness, dear one, you can look at creating a new story for you. What is it? And creating a new story in the world so that we create a world of less complexity. We create a world of, wow, what if we had unity? Oh, that's, the, that's the story of the, of the Dear Human blogcast is... What if all humans actually looked at who they are and what they created? And what if they looked and, and became mindful of the environments in which they are in and the environments in which they put themselves in and created from awareness and cooperation and compassion and love and, and we are in this together and responsibility and curiosity, what if, what if we created a collective story that served life? Huh. All right, so we're going to move on with the show now. So that's, uh, that's the story of the Dear Human blogcast in this, in this case. What if? Playfully pragmatic time. Yay! Hey there, Dear Humans. This is our intuition. And so, uh, you know, we're going to look at uh, some pragmatic application and 
in order to shift, in order to change, right? There's, there's. A, we're going to use this word, uh, you know, since uh, since we brought up uh, the, you know, the American, the American Revolution, way back when, when the Declaration of Independence was created, and a new story, a new story in the world was generated called the United States of America, right? So that was a revolution. So. You know, when you gotta, when you're looking at changing, dear one, sometimes it may seem like a revolution in self. So, what's the uh, what's the internal shift? The internal, the first revolution is is a is a mutiny. Oh, there's a fun word, a mutiny, a mutiny against your unconscious beliefs, right? So, and here's the thing, right? When you're not aware, right? When you're not aware of your inner stories, your unconscious beliefs, right? That that place. Sometimes we call these the blind spots. They will fight you. They will intellectually fight you. All humans, all humans are so entrenched, like a little tick, like a little tick in the story of being a human. It's this little, the little tick in the story of being human, feeding off the story of our societies. And so, now maybe, 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 maybe that sounds gross, but that's what it can feel like when you're not aware. You've got, oh, I've got this thing, and uh, it's like, oh, I'm just being me. I'm living my story. Well, yeah, and your story is influenced by your society's story, and so you're looking at, well. what? What are all the stories that I'm uh, that I'm subject to, and then the, and then that's a fun word also being subject to the stories, dear ones. When you're not aware of them, you are subject to them. So it's creating an understanding your stories that you tell yourself and the stories in which you live. Right, you're subject to them until you see them, and then when you see them, you look at. Oh, do I even like this story? I don't like this story. Why well, don't I want to be living this story anymore? And so that's your own internal revolution, right? Your own mutiny against your stories. And then all movements, dear ones, all movements in the world are created from a, from a revolution and a, and a mutiny against the stories that exist in the world. And sometimes this will be hard. We're putting little air quotes, the air quotes around the word hard. This will be hard work, dear human. What makes it hard is the comfort. I'm so comfortable living in my story. I'm so comfortable living in this society story. And you're looking at the, the lack of freedom inside of your story and the lack of freedom inside of some of our society stories and the lack of freedom inside of some of our religious stories. So that's the hard part, dear ones, is looking and then choosing, choosing, choosing a shift. And you gotta, so in, in reality, what we're looking at is always looking at the impact. Always looking at the impact of living in my story and operating from my story. Living in, and looking at the impact of living in my society story or my religious story or my family story or my, my education story or my work story. All the stories that we live. It is hard. Because it's this ingrained, embedded stories are tricky, and they don't want you to see them. They want to keep you blind to them. No, don't don't look at me. Don't look at the society story. Don't look at the religious story. Don't look, because if you really looked and you started to be curious and you started to question everything, you might say, oh, I'm not liking where this story's going. I want to change the ending of this story. So that's the, that's the hard part someone, sometimes, dear ones, is you don't want to look, and you don't want to look at pick, picking up the pen, picking up the pen of your life and writing a new story. And we, we talked about that in one of the episodes, that, that part of it. So, so we're diving deeper into our stories. 
And sometimes, you know, sometimes humans, you, you kind of call these, uh, these uh, internal uh, and interpersonal interactions, right? The, the ones that, 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 uh, that create strife in the world. Sometimes we call them drama, right? These, the, the internal our internal stories uh, create drama, and and when we when we bring our stories together in the world, they create drama. Or uh, you know, in the in the Zen, the the Buddhist realm, we might call that it creates a suffering. So collectively, collectively, this drama and this suffering it, it shows up in in the results in the world, right? And so when you think about it. Uh, if you look in your society, what are some of the sufferings that you see? Sometimes you see that uh, in the homeless, right? The people that, uh, that not, not always though, because some people that's a choice. And so, but you look at uh, the choices that people are making, and sometimes that results in the collective uh, suffering. Or uh, anytime we've got uh, wars in the world or the fighting in the world, it's looking at well, what story? What story is creating this a fight? Where's the story coming from? And, or, uh, you know, as uh, the, all the control we have in the world and, and control shows up in, uh, in our collective stories and, and uh, the easy thing to look at is the, the borders we have in the world, right? And so uh, at one point in Europe, right, for instance, for, for example, there, uh, there used to be borders against the, with the countries and they would have people stationed at the borders and you must get permission to come in. And these were, that's because we had, there was a German story and a French story and an English story and an Italian story and a Swiss story. And so it's looking at, oh, well, well and here's, the, here's the bottom line. Let's just say this right now. What is the human story? There's, we can easily look at the French story, the, 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 the Belgian story, the, the Netherlands story, the Dutch story, the German story, the Italian story. What about if we looked at the human story? Huh. What if, what if the human story was the story? And we looked at, okay, well, great. Not to lose our identity of the Italian, right? Because it's a fun, it's a fun culture. And it's got amazing food, just to say it. And we added to that story the human story. The human story was the main story when within the human story we had the Italian story and the Chinese story and the Japanese story and the American story and the Nicaraguan story. What if... We could keep going. There's so many countries in the world. Look, each country is its own story. And you've got to look, dear ones, what is, the, what is that story costing me and what is that story costing the world? Hey, thanks, Sarahcast. Oh, I just love you guys. It's so amazing. Uh, okay, hey, so to continue this playfully pragmatic part, um, here's what we're going to do. We're going to talk about, you know, I know we use this word playfully, you know, mutiny, right? Mutiny in self. What's the mutiny in self? To create a mutiny in self, we say this many times, start questioning everything, everything in your life. And here's specifically, question the results of your thinking, dear ones. So you got to look and then question your thinking. What are the results? Specifically, what am I creating in the world? In my story, what am I creating in myself and in all my relationships? What's the impact, right? So start with questioning the results of your actions that your stories create. 
and start you know here's the fun here's the fun meta thing i love that word meta uh start questioning why you do not want to question like, i i i love this i'm curious i'm curious what stops people from being curious and so that's that's the start it's this willing to be willing thing we we talked about last time it sounds funny and it's so important. It starts with you being curious why you don't even question. Be curious why you're not curious. Why am I not curious? Right? So that's the place to start, dear ones. It sounds funny and start there. Start with what am I what if I what if I did question? What if I did question everything about me? What if I questioned everything about my life? Specifically, question your results and question why you don't question. So there you go. Uh, and I can tell you, I can tell you why you do not want to question, but it, but it really what doesn't matter. You you need to work that out for yourself. What I can, what I, what I can do is question, question results, right? I have to question my own results and point out the impact of the results and, and ask myself and ask you to look. But you know, dear ones, you don't need me for that. You, you have that tool at your disposal. It's called curiosity, being curious and being curious why you're not curious. So all of that stuff. Okay, great. So start with wondering, wondering why you behave the way you behave, wondering about the results you create and wondering why you have the results that you have in life. And then wondering at if we expand that, right, and take responsibility for our world, it's why do we have the results that we have in the world? And wondering, wondering uh, and creating a new story, the results that I have, the results that we have, like our collective stories and our collective behaviors, they're creating results in the world. Huh. And what do we, what do we all want in the world from a from a service point of view. And I like to bottom line it and say, well, let's see, if we all embraced life, if life were, were our guiding factor in the, in the support and the promotion of life and the sustainment of life, and especially in our, our current day and age where we're looking at, wow, are we actually going to sustain life on the planet? And in this moment of recording, like one of the Big things in the news right now is all of the uh, the deforestation or the actually the forest fires are happening uh, in the Amazon right now and it's looking at well let's see huh scientifically technically we need trees trees give us uh, you know this thing that we breathe called air and so huh let's see if we stop pollinating the planet and there's no more trees or if we're looking and i don't mean this to sound extreme but we looking at look what am i creating what are the results that we're creating in the world and uh what so look at the results that you personally create and the results that are creating in the world and wonder and from that wondering, create a new story from awareness of your wondering and owning your impact in yourself and the impact that you personally have on the planet and the impact that we have. Okay, so the second revolution, dear ones, is this, this, uh, this is kind of intellectual and it's this revolution of our collective stories, right? So we started talking about that is the collective stories we have created in our societies and in our religions and in our countries, like the story of a uh, Catholic, the story of being a Baptist, right? The story of Zen, you know, the story of Buddhism, the story of you know, Hindu, any, any religious story, right? The story of Muslim. All of those are stories. And so it's looking at what is the impact? 
And man, if this story is not serving life and the promotion of life, like, you know, wow, I, start, I really got to start questioning the story. And that was true uh, in my own story, right? So I, I, as the narrator here, you know, the story, I, I, at one point I was in the story of, you know, one of the many different Christian realms. Uh, wow, all the different uh, sects of Christianity, uh, S-E-C-T-S. What were you thinking? So that, that word. And, uh, and then really question, like, what is this creating in the world? Not making it wrong, not making it right. Looking at, huh, I am completely out of integrity inside this story. And, you know, my pathway to faith was, or, you know, to that faith at that point was uh, actually started off as a nine-year-old boy and just taking myself to church, right? And so I entered that story uh, of Christianity. Uh, but and, and when I think back to that nine-year-old boy, he wasn't actually entering the story of Christianity. He was entering the story of something outside of himself. Like, oh, there is, there is something calling to my heart. There is something calling to my spirit. And in the society in the United States of America, all these different religions, right, there's a, a core story called Christianity. And so that was kind of, quote, unquote, the answer to this, oh, this uh, something outside of myself, this there's something, there's something grander. There's a grander story that I'm a part of. If I'm this human, there's a grander spiritual story in the world. And then there was a story of Christianity that came along and said, no, this, this is the story. And I'm like, now I would say, well, no, no, that's not the, that's not the story. That's a story. And I got a question, every story that, that uh, diminishes life, right? Or makes wrong, right? In the world. And, so the story of spirituality and so it's looking like what is the story that I'm living into and 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 so I now look at well what's how is this promoting life how am I personally promoting life in service to life and in, in service to let's just call it the universe right so that dear one so that's the second revolution is looking at what are the collective stories we have created in our societies that keep us in drama individually and collectively and so I want you to imagine for a moment, like there's a story, uh, you know, it's fun. Here's a fun one, like the, the story of cryptocurrency, right? Cryptocurrency is a story in the world. And where's that coming from? It's it, To me, I look at that as the next evolution of currency in the world. And, you know, I know uh, there's certain leaders in the world, you know, economic leaders in the world that might look at that as like, it's not real. And then I think, well, if you look at the history of the planet, you know, neither is paper money. We made it up. It's a, we made up the story of paper money, right? We made up the story of banking. We made up the story of depositing money in the bank and then loaning it out and then looking at, you know, I can loan out that money 10 times over according to the economic rules that exist in, at least in the United States of America and other, other places on the planet. And so when you look at it, man, if I can put $1 in the bank, I can loan it out 10 times and I just put that money back in. It's still only $1, I haven't, I haven't created more, right? And so we make up these collective stories. I won't go into, oh, I won't go into the history of that or the complexity of that. But no, dear listener, you are living in a collective story. And so it's being curious what it is. Like, wow, where did these stories come from? And what's the stories that I, that I want to create? 
and the story that I want to live into that. And to me, I like to try to keep it as simple as possible. And yes, I get there's complexity is, is, is it serving life? Is life being promoted? And, uh, if it's not serving life, then I got to start questioning and like, Oh, and yes, we can get all the nuances of that. I'm not going to get into the nuances here, but it's looking at questioning everything about my stories, questioning everything about the stories in the world in service too. So, so it gets complex, you know, the credit ratings, you know, economics, banking. Oh, wow. Yes. We all made that up. And so since I mentioned credit ratings, since we're on this riff, credit ratings, where do credit scores come from? At least in the United States of America and other places on the planet, we made it up. And why do we make it up? And so you could take a guess, like, well, why do we make up credit rating to keep us in control? And I don't mean the sounds from an extreme point of view, but it's like, well, we need to, well, we, we need to see if you're good enough, or if you, you know, if you can you handle credit. Well, we made up credit in the first place. <laughs> so what you're saying is you're going to evaluate me on this thing that we made up, and you're going to give me a score based on my handling of the thing that we made up in the first place, huh? So are we going to make up something about how you handle the credit score? Are we going to make up a score on top of the score? Uh, so I'm hoping you, you're seeing the ridiculousness, right? And at least in my perspective of, of the things that we make up in, uh, in, in, well, in a lot of cases in control, keeping us in control. Uh, let's see, the story of borders, right? Stories of countries. Well, the stories of countries, right? You know, and I'm just you know, using, you know, you know, South America, for example, and, and, and North America, all the countries that exist between, you know, between Canada and, uh, Chile. And you look like, wow, how many, how many visas do I need? How many, how many, like, how many passport control offices do I need? Like, like just to get somewhere, right? And, and so those are all stories that we made up. And like, what if we, didn't have those stories, huh? And we could have freedom of travel without all those stories. All of those are control and fear. So there you go, dear one. So looking at, well, what are all the stories that I'm creating? So start creating a new story. Start with a new story, a new belief movement. Like, what would it mean? Like, uh, student loans, for example, all the, man, I think it's what billions, maybe a trillion dollars of student loan debt in the world. And that, that doesn't technically, it doesn't actually exist. It only exists in a story. And then we're looking at, well, if we want to continue living in a story of having students in debt, what, how does that promote life and promote the goodness, you know, in the world, um, when our students are in debt, like, what, how does that make sense to anybody? So dear ones, you know, says we, as I want to close this riff now, what if, what if we created new stories, your personal stories and our collective stories always have an impact. You right now are living the impact of your personal and our collective stories, whether that's a religious story, a nation story, a economic story, your personal story, plus the collective stories, you have, you're living the impact of those, dear ones. And the bottom line, and the question is, do you see your stories? Do you see the collective stories? Do you see our stories? And then here it is, dear ones, when you start looking, what story do you want to tell? What story do you want to live? 
And humans live in the power of language. So if we close this out, humans live in the power of language, and the power of language is in our stories. So, what story do you want to create newly? Create a new story, dear one, in you, and create a new story in the world, in service to you, and in service to the world, in service to life. My hope for you, dear one, is you see your story and align your story in self. That's your, that's your integrity. And align our stories in the world in service to life. So there you go, dear humans. This has been episode number 14 of the Dear Human Show slash blogcast. Hey, tell all your friends. And you know what? Just tell everybody you meet on the street or in your workplace. Come listen to the show every week. You've just listened to an episode of Dear Human. So now go out and be dear to yourself and be dear in the world. Mostly be authentically you, authentically human. <laughs>